Welcome to another edition of Shore Stories. I'm your host, Chris. This week, we've got a little bit of a special edition. As we're calling this, our first listener-supported. We have a previous guest who has graciously called in to the Shore Stories hotline, which, so you know, is accessible through the Anchor app. We welcome all of our fan base to reach out to us and share their stories that may or may not directly involve me because we love to listen to and love to tell them. So in this first one, Chad's going to talk about our last episode, Country Music in the 90s, and links it to Deep Creek, Virginia. Also, just to kind of give you some background, he's going to discuss um, No Man's Land, which is a stretch of road that is probably two, three, four miles in length, um, two-lane road, covered on both sides by ditches and woods. And I will tell you that if you ever were stuck on No Man's Land in the middle of the night, it was quite scary. But anyway, we'll get uh, get directly here to Chad and his story here on Listener Supported. Here's another good one. And on the uh, on the uh, subject of country music, you know, I was a big country music fan, always have been. I just came back from my first year of college, and when I come home, my dad had bought me a 1976 Ford Maverick. It was uh, like lime green. It was green, just real light green with a black hardtop on it. She was fast. It didn't have very many miles on it. It had a, a 302, regular 302 motor on it. Those cars were, they were, they, they were like a poor man's Mustang is what they were. And they looked sort of like a fastback looking thing. And uh, it's the, that, they used to have the 302 ball slant six in them. But mine was just a regular. But it was real positive, fast, real fast car. I mean, it would get up real quick. Well, again, it was a weekend, and uh, I remember it was right, right. It was it was early in the early in the summer, late in the spring. So it was like right, right May. It was right, right in May, and. Uh, it was Charlie Daniels and Travis Tripp playing at the uh, Civic Center in Salisbury. It was early. It was like 7.30. So, you know, it was just a Friday night. There wasn't much going on. So I rode up there by myself and came on back from the concert. I went through four corners, nobody there, so decided to come on back home to Deep Creek. Well, I got toward coming to Deep Creek Road and turned on the uh, turn there by Hunger Haven on to Deep Creek Road, No Man's Road. And what how what it what it is, when we were kids, my dad had a, a big old uh, Impala. It was a '73 Impala, 
real big big car had like a 400 motor in it and what he would do is he would floor that from hunger haven and then put it in reverse when he hit the green box where the old green box used to be on deep creek road and he would put it in, when he'd go he'd floor it and then when he'd get there he'd put it in neutral and the car would coast all the way i mean it would coast and it would come, finally come to a stop right there in front of uh our house in the back of the store well i have this little 1976 marriage she's fast so i decided to do that well you know she was wide open so, so I was going probably about a hundred, hundred and ten. Well, when I come to the green box, I went to put it in neutral. And instead of putting it in neutral, I put it in reverse. Well, the car kept making all this damn... It was making all this whining noise. And it was throwing the rocks all out the air. Well, I, I was spinning around in the middle of the road. I swear, man, my life flashed before my eyes. Well, all I can remember when I finally stopped, I was looking forward, but I was on the opposite side of the road. I don't know how I'd done it. Well, I mean, I was, when I stopped, I remember I was so, I mean, I was white as a ghost. I mean, my hands were clenched on the steering wheel and everything. And, uh, I got out of the car and looked all around. I was so much in shock. And then all I could smell was those burnt tires. And all of a sudden, here comes this one car. And lo and behold, it was Jason. And he was, you know, he was like, what are you, the hell are you doing out here looking all around in the dark? <laughs> I told him that. And uh, he said, man, you're white as a ghost. Uh, no damn wonder. But uh, yeah, that was that was a crazy one. Now in the second segment of Listener Supported here on Shore Stories, Chad's gonna tell us a tale about one of the most popular hangout spots from back in the day. It's called Burton Shore. And it was back off the main roads, couple turns left, right, here, there past an old store where more of us than less of us used to stop and purchase alcoholic beverages overpriced alcoholic beverages as I can remember purchasing them quite underage and then also paying you know roughly 15 to 20 dollars for a six pack of beer which at that time who was going to complain about it um, but Burton Shore was one of the more popular hangouts I would probably say easily a top two or three um, but he's going to tell a little story about him and the boys down in Burton Shore. So here's Mr. Wilkes. One night, it was me, Squirrel, Ron and Ray, MJ, and Biggie, and I believe Tony Jackson, Action Jackson. 
where down in my house we were having a little powwow down there, uh, you know, sampling some goodies, and uh, we were actually we were drinking this stuff called Hard Times Liquid Tear You Up, if you get my drift. Well, we sat there for a little while, and then the stuff we were drinking started to kick in. So we decided to get in Ronnie's car and ride around. I remember it so well because we were coming uh, just past that little black section, right past uh, Hunger Haven. Where Branch has got that sand pit at now in that field. And Ron is try he like slammed on the brakes and he said, I seen someone running in the field. I was like, damn. <laughs> so anyway, we headed on down to Burton Shore. As we pulled down into Burton Shore, down into that road, it was dark. It was late at night. And just as we pulled up into the uh, down to the bottom there, where you're having a lot of water. It was a Coast Guard beached at the front, at the end of the beach up there with all these lights going. And it was cops all in the buses, jumped all out with their flashlights on. And as you would expect, we were freaking out. And uh, they started asking us questions. And, uh, oh man. They said they were looking for somebody going to, they said they ditched their boat. They think there was somebody was a drug runner or something. But, uh, yeah. Don't take a trip down to Burton Shore. Because you might be seeing some crazy shit. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, special edition episode here of Shore Stories. As we've said pretty much each, each week, hope everybody out there is staying, staying safe, healthy, trying not to go crazy. Um, I know personally I'm enjoying the extra time with the family that we've got to spend. But um, we'll all get through this. And when we're done, we're going to have one hell of a party. So until next time... This is Chris. I'm out of here. Thank you for listening to Shore Stories.